0: The Healthy High Podcast has been designed to inform and entertain, not provide medical advice. While the show is hosted by medical professionals, you should always consult your physician when it comes to your personal health or before you start any treatments. Hey, 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 everybody. My name is Ashley Smith, and I am the host of the Healthy High Podcast. I think our community has been underestimating the importance of having a healthy gut. Having a healthy gut can affect our weight, it can affect our heart, it can affect our chances of developing so much chronic diseases, and our gut health has definitely been linked to our mental health. In today's episode, I'm going to be breaking down what your gut health is, how it affects your body and what we can do to improve and keep it well so that our overall health can be prosperous. So sit back, relax, and let's jump right on in. Okay, so originally when I sought out to do this episode, I wanted to do an episode to discuss the relationship between good gut health and mental health. But then when I started doing research, I realized that having good gut health does more than just affecting your mental health. Having good gut health affects different diseases in the body, it affects your immune system, it affects your heart, it affects your skin, it affects almost every other organ in the body. So much so that researchers are wondering if your gut microbe should be considered a whole nother organ in your body. So let's delve into what gut microbe or gut microbium is. So what's your gut microbium is? It's a community of microorganisms like bacteria, fungi, viruses, protozoa that is lined in your gastrointestinal tract to help your body function. Some of the benefits of your gut microbial is that it digests food. It helps with gastric motility. It's used as a protective barrier. It produces vitamin K. It helps to absorb vitamins and minerals. It prevents some diseases. It activates and destroys toxins when necessary. We have about a hundred trillion bacteria in our digestive tract and nobody's bacteria is the same. So our gut microbiome is not monolithic. It is everybody's bacteria in their body is different. It's unique to them depending on their age, their diet, um, your environment, your genes, and whether or not you're taking certain medications. So, antibiotic, let's just get this out the way right now. Antibiotic kills a lot of your gut microbiome. So, You want to be mindful about whether or not you're taking antibiotics, how often you're taking antibiotics, and what you're using it for. And if you are using antibiotics, um, try to increase your prebiotics and your probiotics um, as much as possible. And we'll talk about how to do that a little bit later. But, you know, side note, but, you know, you need to know that. So, yeah, we have about 100 trillion unique bacteria in our body to us, depending on those factors, okay? And when we talk about your gut microbiome and it being a protective barrier, we say that because it, like I mentioned to you, it lines your gastrointestinal tract. Whenever that lining is compromised, research is showing that it leads to Inflammation in our body and that inflammation sends inappropriate signals to your immune system and the immune system then starts to attack our body, which one creates autoimmune disease and it creates other chronic diseases. So whenever that barrier is interrupted, we start to see chronic diseases like Crohn's disease, like obesity, like diabetes type two, like heart disease, like ulcerative colitis, like colon cancer, like anxiety, depression, autism, and even arthritis has been linked to this chronic inflammation or disturbed gut barrier. In the body, so that's why I felt that it was so important to talk about the importance of taking care of this good this good gut microbiome because we can prevent a slew of issues that's occurring in the African American community by simply taking care of our gut. So the three main things that I'm going to talk about today is how this gut microbiome affects our digestive system. Our immune system and our mental health. So, I already kind of talked about the digestive system and our gut microbiome. Having good, healthy gut microbiome allows us to absorb the nutrients that we're eating into our bloodstream. That barrier that's created by this good microbiome says to the food once it comes into the stomach or once it comes into the intestine. Oh, you're a nutrient. I'll I'll allow you to get into the bloodstream. Oh, no, no, wait. You're not a nutrient. You're a bacteria. You're not going to go into the bloodstream. So it helps to digest. It helps to pull in and absorb our good nutrients into the bloodstream so that the blood can circulate and get to different cells and give it the nutrients it needs to function. So that's how our gut microbiome helps with the digestive system, all right? Now, when it comes to your immune system, 70% of your immune system cells live along your gastrointestinal tract. So if your good bacteria is not taken care of, it will not take care of those immune system cells that's in the digestive tract. If your your immune system cells are not being taken care of, you have a bad immune system and you're going to get sick. So healthy bacteria provides an environment that makes it difficult for bad bacteria to grow. It makes it difficult for the immune system to be malfunctioning because that good bacteria is doing the work to keep that environment nice and clean and healthy so that your immune systems can your immune system cells can work. Your good microbiome in your gut also colonizes to the lining of your intestines in the wake of bad bacteria. So when bad bacteria comes into your gut, the good bacteria, they jump it. They get on top of it. They colonize and they say, no, 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 you are not going into our bloodstream. We are not going to allow you into the bloodstream because what happens if bad bacteria is allowed into the bloodstream? We get sick. Bad bacteria being absorbed into the bloodstream looks like a cold, a fever, runny nose, sniffling, um, body aches, all those things. When you have good bacteria or good microbiome in your intestines, it will attack it so that it doesn't transfer over into your bloodstream and so that bacteria does not feed off of you, the organism, to keep thriving. You know what I mean? So it helps to prevent any sickness in that way. Also, what the good bacteria does is when it detects bad bacteria in your gut, it signals the immune system to start to get to work it produces IgA and it calls out all the immune system cells to start attacking whatever part of the intestines it needs to prevent you, the person, from getting sick. So your good bacteria communicates a lot with your immune system cells. It reaches out to it when there's something cooking, when there's some bad bacteria trying to invade your space. It reaches out to it and says, hey, I need you guys to come to work. I need you guys to start doing what it do. And it also feeds the immune system cells well by keeping that environment in the gut healthy. Next, we're going to talk about gut health and mental health. So I'm sure many of you have heard that your gut health is considered your second brain. And that's because the lining of your gut has a network, okay, a network that includes neurons, chemicals, and hormones that communicate with our brain. This is what we actually actually call the brain-gut connection, this network of cells. So certain good bacteria in your body produce chemicals that sends messages to the brain and other parts of the body. There's actually a bacteria that produces a chemical called serotonin. And serotonin is like a very happy hormone or chemical in our body. And for a very long time, um, Medical professionals have been taught that serotonin is produced in the brain. It's, you know, the makeup of it comes from the brain, the chemicals from the brain. And now more recent research is showing that 90% of serotonin is actually produced from the bacteria, the good bacteria in our gut. So if we don't take care of that good bacteria in our gut that's producing serotonin, we're not going to have those happy moods. We may have anxiety. We may have depression. Um, So irritation in that good bacteria or not taking care of that good bacteria makes our gastrointestinal system send signals to our brain that triggers changes In our mood. So, that is how mental health and your gut health is connected. It's because that good bacteria that's there, that's lining the gastrointestinal tract, that's producing certain chemicals like serotonin, if we're not taking care of it, it won't produce it. It won't produce those happy chemicals so that we can be happy. So, that is our brain gut connection. So I guess the question, the final question of this podcast episode would be, how the hell do I take care of my gut microbiome? How do I take care of that good gut bacteria in my body? So the first thing you want to do is try to stay away from the things that your gut microbiome don't like. The things that they do not like is processed foods, Refined sugars, farm raised fish and meat, artificial sweeteners, gluten, and soy. Now, when it comes to veganism, I know some vegans love to eat soy. Soy is not the best for your gut microbiome. all right? Just be mindful of the amount you're eating soy products. It's not so great. That's why you wanna consume a whole food plant-based diet. And guess what? Your gut microbiome it appreciates a whole food plant-based diet. You need to eat fruits, vegetables, whole grains, legumes, that is what your gut microbiome likes. And listen, different bacteria like different foods. Different viruses that protect your gut like different foods. So you want to eat fruits, veggies, whole grains, and legumes, but you want to eat a diverse range of those fruits, veggies, and whole grains. You don't want to stick to one thing. Another way to help improve your gut microbiome is to ingest probiotics and prebiotics. So, first, let's talk about probiotics. Probiotics is the actual bacteria, it's the live bacteria um, that you're actually eating. And most uh, sources that Give the probiotics are cheese and yogurt and some fermented dairy. But for the sake of this podcast, I didn't really want to emphasize um, fermented dairy because I really want you guys to start to lean away from that type of diet and start to eat a whole food, plant based diet. So some of the whole food, plant based, um, whole food, plant based ways we can get our probiotics in is by eating sauerkraut i hope i'm saying that right sauerkraut so sauerkraut is a fermented cabbage dish um that helps with that has probiotics also kimchi kimchi is another type of spicy fermented cabbage dish that has probiotics Pickled vegetables, very, very good for probiotics. Pickled cucumbers or pickles, um, pickled carrots, pickled radish, pickled green beans, pickled cauliflower, pickled red bell peppers, all are a good source of probiotics. Another good source of probiotics is kombucha. Kombucha tea is growing more and more popularity now, um, but it is a good uh, source of probiotics. Sourdough bread is a good source of probiotics and miso. Miso is a good source of probiotics. You get the miso paste. You can use it as a marinade. You can use it in stir fry sauces. You can use it for salad dressings. So miso is definitely another way to get your probiotics in. Um, and the final way, the way that I don't like the most because it is synthetic I'll put quotations around that. It's man-made, Is taking probiotic supplements. And I do not like this method the most because I feel the best way to get in nutrients and probiotics and vitamins and all those things is by, again, consuming a whole food, plant-based diet. Something from nature, not something from man. But I always wanna give you the option, right? Our journey is progressive, not perfection. So if you're progressing and you're starting out with supplements this week or for this month, maybe next week you can try some kombucha. All right. All right. So now let's get into prebiotics. Prebiotics are types of dietary fibers that feed the good bacteria. So probiotic is the actual bacteria. Prebiotic is the food for the bacteria. All right. So you can put the bacteria into your system and then you need to feed that bacteria so that it can actually work. You can't just put it there and don't give it anything for it to eat off of. Right. Because then it'll just die anyway. So you have to also consume prebiotics. Prebiotics are all over the place. Prebiotics are in oats, they're in apples, they're in bananas, they're in barley, they're in burdock root, they're in flax seeds. Um, Prebiotics are also in garlic, onions, leeks, asparagus, any type of fiber. I won't say any type, I'll say a lot of dietary fiber has prebiotics in it. And guess what? It helps you poop. Fiber helps you poop. So, it's good. You, and that, that what feces or poop, or there's a million ways that we can say it. What a bowel movement is, is all the junk in our intestines that the good bacteria decided didn't need to be absorbed in our body. Decided that it was no longer any good, so we're going to just get rid of it out the anus. And, and you know, that's that. So it's important that we get our dietary fiber in because it has the prebiotics that it needs to help feed that good bacteria in our body. So guys, I hope this episode was informative and it encourages you to start looking into taking care of your gut health because your gut health is affecting your overall health. That's all the time I have, guys. Remember, your health is most definitely your wealth. Peace.